following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are, everybody. It's Monday. Players Lounge right here on... You're muted. Hit your muted. Oh, well, muted where? Man. You got me there? Oh, that- man. My boy oh, late. Boy late. Yeah. Boy yeah. muted. Man, oh, what's right. going on out here? Make sure it's not red. Is it? Okay. Make sure it's not red. There, there we go. Man, yeah, I was like, woo! Hey, boy, we come from San Fran. Hey, you, you okay? You all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> boy had a red eye. I was on a red eye last night. Like, no, 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 no. We, we, we got the fuchsia on. You know, you know, know. I'll tell you what, now. <laughs> <laughs> We we were here last night you know, watching watching Luca getting dunked on. Oh, yeah. and, uh, Whoa. We were here. We were here. So real quick, man. Man, I, that boy got posterized. It, it, that was that was ugly. I ain't gonna lie. I thought they was gonna call a foul. They did call it, a foul. I'm saying no and keep it. Oh, uh, no. the, the dude, I'm just saying you dunk on me and you and you hit me with an elbow like that. Oh, look at I'm just saying. Oh, I just seen Jordan dunk. On, <laughs> I seen I seen Jordan dunk on folks. I seen a lot of people get dunked on and they ain't they ain't had to you know what I'm saying use. He, the, with the, he hit him with he the elbow. Some extra. He, he hit him with. Hit him with the elbow. Some sauce yeah, on that. Too much extra, you can do. It. A little extra <laughs> spice on it, but Man. you know, it, it's a poster. Yeah, that was a poster. That a poster. was a poster for sure, poster. for sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that was that was. Oh three, good gracious. It was it was what it was, but yes, oh three in the series, so it's over. It's a done uh, Yeah, it's over. Now it's just a matter of can you just get it to five? You play game four tomorrow as a pride games. Uh, by the way, this is Players Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. talked Dallas Let's Cowboys throw that football. in there. You know, he's Barrett Church. Uh, he's Danny McRae. I'm Dewey Scruggs. Uh, yeah, Mavs down 0-3 in the Western Conference Finals. But I will simply say this, and I've been saying this since the Utah series. Everything's gravy. Didn't expect him to be that. Didn't. I just didn't. Did not expect them to get this far. There's a whole lot of learning going on. Uh, sitting there in Game 2 in San Francisco when they were up 19, and I tweeted it out at halftime because a whole bunch of Mavs fans were getting all giddy and people mm-hmm. around me. I said... Third quarter's coming. This is when they do their damage. And they go and off. Why can't they figure out this boxing one? Whatever this zone that they running in. It, the minute I see Golden State hop in that zone, I'm like, oh, we got nothing. You know? They're going to track Luka. <laughs> Luka's going to give it up, and then they just going to – where can we go next? Where we go? And they just do three. They don't take it. They don't Drive try to get it. Drive the basketball. Nothing. Drive it. It's get like, to the okay. free throw line. Okay, Dallas on the run. Steve Kirby like, run the zone. <laughs> get, get Double him real quick. All they're going to do is shoot through. Bullock and uh, what's other, Finney Smith? Man, they couldn't hit the broadside side of a barn yesterday. They went like, what? It was like two for 25? Yeah, right. It was, Man, it was terrible. It was bad. I do love how NFL players love the NBA. Oh. I mean, that's that's their jam. I'm going to tell you, we wish, I'm, well, at least myself, <laughs> I wish I was a hooper. Like, I wish I had those skills <laughs> to go on the court. And, man, what? You don't get your helmet on. You get all the visuals. You, I mean, you're like a rock star. Plus, yeah. the pay is way better. And I mean, church, I wish I was a hooper. Church invited me to LA Fitness one time, and I saw his hooper skills. And, oh, uh, hold on now. <laughs> I was dropping. Don't let this man confuse you. Man, we you, got right? ran off the court. We was going against, hold on, the, the shortest dude over there was about 6'4". So, got, we got ran off. But I dropped some buckets too, though. You know, I had I had about four. We, you know, you go about ones playing to twelve. I had about four, so I translates to eight. But yeah, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wish I had skills. You know, I wish I, I wish I had them skills. Like I said, man, it, it is it is. You saw Mahomes at the game yesterday. Mm. So I mean, football players love the game, man. And, yeah. and then a lot of guys, and, and it's very interesting as you talk to players a lot. Um, were basketball players deep into their high school careers, and then they just kind of all right. The, the growth is good. Yeah. It stopped. We were talking to Sean Lee. We had Sean Lee on, and Sean Lee talked. Hey, I was a basketball. Guy. He was the real and deal. Just got to that point where okay, this is it. Tony Romo. People forget Tony Romo. Basketball was all state in Wisconsin yeah. and was on the all state team with Karan Butler. Yeah. And and Karan Butler was in his district, and, and, and Karan was on the Mavericks 2011 uh, NBA championship team. But yeah, Tony six two and a half. I mean, boom, he stops. People get shocked all the time. I had a lady in uh, the airport, San Francisco, tell me. Yeah, Steph Curry's so small. I said he's 6'3". 
What? He just looks short on the court. Said, yeah. <laughs> compared, compared to the rest yeah. of the guys. <laughs> he ain't tall dude, though. Like, that, if you stand next to him, he, he, he's over all, that, all three what, of us. That's what makes the, like, Nate Robinson, mm-hmm. the Allen, like, those Spud guys, Webb. Spud Webb, when you see them be able to do what they were doing against dudes that's, that's seven feet tall. Nate Robinson was dunking on dudes that was, was. that was six, five, six, he six. Was. Look at Chris Paul. Yeah. <laughs> you I mean, Chris so? Paul, like, six even, but he ain't. Chris Paul ain't six foot. He, might, yeah, he ain't even six just, foot. Yeah, he's, just, he's still I, out there. I've stood next to Chris. Chris and Alan, He's out of eye, huh? they, 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 the heights are pumped up. Oh, speaking of, up. hey man, my man got the shot off from Big Dog Shaq, the cat, the Shaqtus. You ain't seen that. I ain't see that. What you got? You got shot off by, uh, by Shaq. Yeah, okay. Man, Shaq say knew he saved his life and everything, man. Wait, wait, hold on, man, hold on, on man. Moving train did all that you, to save Shaq's life, and then he gave him a shout out, saying hey to his daughter, man. I'm telling you, it, it was nice. When did this happen? It was nice. It it was, please, uh, please Friday. let us know about this, man. What was going on? It was Friday in San Francisco. And I get done with my live shot about walking to the locker room, and I and I see Shaquille. Dog team, hey! I said, my daughter doesn't really think I know you. I said, let's let's take a picture. Oh, give me your phone. See, so take the phone. <laughs> give me your phone. All right. What's your name? Sophie. All right, Sophie. All right, watch this. And then he cut a video. That's dope. That's dope. He cut a video. You know the kind they pay McCray to do? Yeah, yeah, I he's, got booked. The, he's yeah, booked, man. Yeah, he's the booked. kind they pay McCray big money <laughs> who, to do. Who are you beefing with? Is it Dion? What's it Dion? What's it Dion? Who are you beefing with? The, 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 y'all don't like doing interviews or something? Is it Dion? T.O. 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 That's T-O. what I'm one, one of them old school cats. Get, you get a video from T.O., then we, you know. The player? Now we, we smoke. This was for my child. <laughs> this was for my child. I don't want the player. I don't need the player for my child. I need to make sci fi. <laughs> Big dog, the Shactus. She knows the Shactus. She knows the Shactus and Barkley. Yeah, That's all she knows. Just... So. Dang. And we were, I was, I was, I was I, we will get to the Cowboys. We will get to the Cowboys. So I was thanking uh, the PR staff that helped me with a story on Reggie Bullock that we did. And he was casually talking to the guys at TNT. He's like, yeah, we got him a horse, so we're good. I was like, a horse? He says, yeah, they wanted a horse for the pregame show. Barkley, Charles Barkley rode in <laughs> on a horse outside the American Airlines Center. Heck's not. He yes. rode on a horse? Rode on a horse. How, first of all, how he get up there? Them hips is bad. Them hips and knees is Look bad. It Look it up. <laughs> You know, they got them Look stairs now. That's they true, yeah, yeah, they had to get him My wife tried to get on the camel. You know, they got the stairs now. She took a yeah, tumble. Getting, all, getting <laughs> off the horse was fun, too. Watching Charles get off the horse was fun, too. The whips is bad, was, man. That, that, was, that was a lot of fun. And, and it, what hit me in tying it back to the Cowboys is – this is the second San Francisco team that's ending a playoff run by <laughs> by, by, by mm. a Dallas-based team here. So the 49ers got the Cowboys. The Warriors about to get the Mavericks here. And and I had someone ask me uh, on Mad Dog Radio. said, hey, have the Mavericks overtaken the, the, the Cowboys in terms of fan interest? I said, uh, no. It'll ne- and it won't never happen. They can go out there and win two back-to-back finals, and this will still be a Cowboys-based DFW area, Metroplex. It's just how this it is. is. A, this is a forever thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we, we were talking about us. Uh, what was it? The mayor was talking about bringing uh, another team yeah. in here. I'm like, man, ain't, ain't no way that's going to happen. Ain't no way. Uh, talking about he mad because uh, they didn't put the stadiums in Dallas and all the other stuff. Now, I don't know the history behind it, yeah. but I'm sure it's oh, a do. reason for why. I do. <laughs> they did get I'm sure they tried. <laughs> and it did not, Jerry and looked yes, down at it Fair did Park. not work. Jerry looked down at Fair Park. The mayor at the time. Um, Laura, I can't remember her last name, but uh, anyway, she basically said, "You want it, you pay for it." You know? So they ain't trying to help him out. There's no. Laura Miller. Laura Miller. We're not. We're not paying for stadiums here. Now, she was a conservative, and conservative principles, if you apply them, tell you, you know what? We're not using public funds to pay for your stadium. You're the Cowboys. You're the NFL. You pay for it. Mm. Arlington, on the other hand, said, "Hey." We had half a million dollars. And they had people vote on it. And I was living in Arlington at the time. And Bill Parcells was here. They they had Parcells out there pitching the stadium, mm-hmm. too. I mean, they had I me mean, <laughs> pushing it hard. I mean, and that was Jerry's thing. He got it built. So half a million dollars went to Jerry Jones and taxpayer money. Have a half, billion or a million? Billion, half a million. I was about to say, how would yeah. they get 500000 going to do on that? Yeah, yeah. Half, half, half a billion. Half a billion. I was like, yeah. Half, yeah. You I mean, talking about five, to get in the dough? Five, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> my bad. That's for me. Thank, thank you. Thank you for the correction. 30 five, minutes. $500 million. And, and so that's how, how it got built. So that's so Dallas had an opportunity but did not take advantage of it. And Well, he's mad at the hockey team. He's mad at the baseball team. The hockey team may leave too. <laughs> I, but, but, okay, first off. Was it 2022? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five years, 
you may not have any team playing in that venue in five years. Maybe American not. Airlines? Right. Mark, mm. Mark's leaving. Mark's going to build his across the way. They already got some. They've already been working on land, so he's going to build a new arena across the way. Because all these, all these, you want your own building. Yeah. Have your own building, then you can do other events outside of just own. So that's where everybody's trying to make it an entertainment venue. Everybody's looking at what Jerry's done, and they're trying mm-hmm. to do it. The Rangers are trying to do it for baseball. They're out of town here. I mean, they they got no grass. You know, it's that fake stuff. So when they leave, there's tractor pools, there's concerts, there's everything. It's whatever they can get in there mm-hmm. to make money. So. Mark's going to go build his own stadium and have that over there. And then the Stars, Stars may leave too. Stars could end up going to Arlington. Stars could end up going to Frisco. I mean, there's going to be options. Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised. Eric Johnson talking about ain't nobody in town. <laughs> Man, he ain't going to have no sports teams in the, in the downtown area. Well, outside of Mark. Mark will stay in Dallas. So mm. Mark will just go across the way at 35. So you're going to have Mark. All right. You have Mark. But the, the hockey team, who knows? Mm. Who knows? So they brought so much having a stadium downtown brings so much business in there. Like you got all those bars and restaurants that are trying to be right around that way. It's it's hey look, man, everybody's trying to state of the art in Fair Park. It would have been a state of the art facility up there in Fair Park. Yeah. You know, then you wouldn't have players living all the way out in Frisco. (laughs) There would have been more people coming into Dallas. I mean, you know, they would have been practicing somewhere in in the city. That's where the that's where for football, that's where the money's made, the practice facility. Because as you guys know, it's where guys all live around there. And to Mm -hmm. me, I go back to for Arlington, you had. Jerry build you know Jerry World right over there where where Texas where the Texas Rangers are Texas lie but across the way where they used to have the old Six Flags Mall the other side where they had the old Six Flags Mall they had all them strip clubs and used car lots all that over there that's what they should have gave Jerry some more money and, and land to go have the practice facility mm. put that over there and then you'd have had the practice facility right over there by the stadium and then you could have got players and, and more money within right over there I mean look what it's done to Frisco. I mean, it's just so we would all just I mean, we would all have been driving up the Arlington area. <laughs> thank mm-hmm. you, thank you for not giving me. I'm okay, I'm enjoying my time well, in Frisco. Close to me, close But but actually, what would have happened for for you know those with money like Barry <laughs> over there, South Lake, West Lake, we go. the same way they were at Irving. So it wouldn't have been much of a difference. It wouldn't have Y'all been much of a difference. You'd have had, you'd have had the, the rookie free agent living out there in Arlington in the eight time, eight <laughs> And a couple cats living over there Lake Texas Live. Right. 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 No, no trouble. No trouble. <laughs> right, right. It's like Lake Forest. That's how uh, Chicago was out there in Lake Forest. It was nothing out there in Lake Forest. No, they would have nah, no had more Arlington than Lake Forest because it literally wasn't nothing they, out there in Lake Forest except Dallas mm, Hall. They are moving to Arlington Heights. So that's going to be where they're gonna, where that racetrack was. They're mm-hmm. going to build the stadium over the okay. racetrack. And, and once again, they're all trying to they're all trying to copy Jerry. Yeah. How can we go out here and and make a facility a whole, you know, we want we want sports for our football team, other things and, and retail and shops. And so what we see with Stan Kroenke's done, that's all built off a racetrack as well. Well, Hollywood Park and everything that he's building out there. And this is going to be a phenomenal you know, facility. But everyone is copying Jerry Jones. Yeah. There's really two owners I think of that really have transformed the way people see um, venues and sports teams. Jerry West, I mean Jerry Buss, who had to buy for sixty-two million. I was being told yesterday by Ray Ritter, uh, who used to work for the Lakers, now works for the Warriors. He bought the Kings, the Lakers, and the Forum for sixty-two. For sixty-two, sixty-two million dollars. Mm, mm, and then mm. Jerry Jones bought Texas Stadium and the Cowboys for like a buck eighty-nine. Mm, he turned it into five point something billion. Right. Mm. right. Nah, that's a, okay, let's not act like sixty-two and a buck eighty-nine ain't a lot of money. That's a lot. Yeah, to me, that's what a lot. they paid well, for. It. That's no, a lot to no, me. To us. Yeah, to us, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, yeah, 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 I'll take it right now. Give me five. Just amazing investments of all time. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Amazing investments of all time. All right. Um. Cowboys. That was Cowboys. There's not another yeah, team yeah. coming in here to try to split time with the Cowboys. They'd have a hard all time. Day. It's not going to happen. They'd have a hard it's time getting people in the building, too. Jerry ain't letting it happen. Yeah, yeah, man. Man. <laughs> you can guarantee that. I, I did not hear one thing about the 49ers when I was in San Francisco. Not one thing. Not one. I wonder why. Though. They just had a nice run. I mean, and, you would think the city would still be a buzz. And, and that's kind of the difference between that town and this town. We're still talking about the Cowboys, and Cowboys are front and center. Um, I saw one Niners jacket, and I saw one T-shirt. Well, now, okay, because Golden State went through a time where they were 
on the way to being a dynasty. All right, so mm-hmm. a lot of people were transforming into Golden State fans. Becoming the basketball splash, city. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it started becoming a basketball city. And then now they're rolling how they're rolling yeah. now. This is the total opposite of what we got going on here in Dallas. Well, if in the baseball stadium, the Giants, if you've never been there, best ballpark in, in the country I've ever been to. But they've won, they, starting in 2010, they ended up winning three World Series. And, and they basically won in 2010, 2012, 2014. And then you look at the, the Warriors run, they started winning them in mm-hmm. 2015, won three championships then. So you've got two other franchises in the, town yeah. that have not just won. Put up three championships yeah. and star players. <laughs> they, yeah, got, they, yeah, got, they got they got, they got they guys to take take you out of looking at who the, the football team is. Yeah. Uh, you're looking at Debo Samuel and Jimmy Garoppolo versus Clay and, and Steph. People are they gravitating toward Clay and Steph. And look at the national commercials. Yeah. I mean, you know, Clay and you got Doritos and Buffalo Wild Wings. You got Steph yeah. got all these commercials. Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo's in a Subway commercial. He got, oh, he does. He just got that one. Everybody got a Subway commercial. Matt Stafford going to L.A. getting even AT&T. I'm like, man, what's going? Oh, no. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> picked up everybody they possibly could. Well, they <laughs> but they also have Steph Curry. Got Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet Steph Curry's a commercial longer. It runs a lot. <laughs> it runs more. It, 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 run, it runs a lot. It runs a lot more. And, and I just, it was just very interesting just thinking about looking at their football team out there. And by the way, during that run from 2010 when the Giants started winning in, in, in the Warriors, the Niners played in the Super Bowl twice. Yeah. Just didn't win them. This just did not win them, but you know Harbaugh, Harbaugh took them, and they ended up losing to, uh, to the Ravens, and then then you had Kyle Shanahan take them, and then lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. But it just wasn't on the radar, and I just kind of found it interesting because you know Cowboys still on the radar. I mean, I found myself out there doing. Talking about the Cowboys. Like, you know, Mark Cuban's owned the team since 2000. This is his fourth trip to the Western Conference Finals. During that time, the Cowboys have yet to play in the NFC Championship game mm. at all to get to the Final Four in their sport. And, it's just, yeah, it still comes back to the Cowboys because this is a Cowboys town. It's the first professional team here in Dallas-Fort Worth, 1960. That's when the Cowboys got here. It's the star. Rangers get here in 1972. Mavericks get here in 1990, stars in 1993. So yeah. this they've had the head start. They've won. I mean, you think about it. By the time the Rangers got here, the Cowboys had won their first world championship, 1971. Yeah. So this town is always going to be about the Dallas Cowboys. It's a football town. It's a football state. It's just ingrained in what yeah. people do from the time they grow up. It's football. And it matters. Mavericks winning is good. It ain't football season. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Hey, football season. Man. We got OTAs coming up this week. Mm. You know, so so we're we're going to get right back into the Cowboys, and we'll take a break. And I want to ask this question: Who, in your mind, has the best opportunity to be Dak Prescott's number two target outside of CD Lamb to start the season? Because they've already said Michael Gallup. Right. Michael Gallup is expected to miss two, maybe three games to start the season. So let's hit our first break here on the Players' Lounge and talk about that number two target. The Cowboys get ready for OTAs. Barry Church, Danny McCray, Newey Scruggs. This is the Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com and DallasCowboys.com Radio. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Brace yourself for an existential question. 
Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Back to the Players' Lounge. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys from corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860. This is Players Lounge right here on DallasCowboys.com Radio. We are brought to you by Hotels.com. He is Barry Church. Yes, Danny McCray. Undrafted free agent safeties for the Cowboys. They are now here doing their thing. I'm Newey Scruggs. Um, OTAs coming up this week. What advice would you give the undrafted rookies about how they should go about their jobs this week? Let me tell you something. Undrafted rookies, what you should do is go find Coach Fossil. Yes. Right? You make sure that you are in his ear and you're asking him what you need to do to make the squad. Because most likely, you're going to have to be a special teams mm. contributor, mm. probably play, playing at least four of them. Got to be a core guy. So you have to be a core <laughs> special teamer unless you're just some special talent to where they automatically going to uh, make you a starter. And mm-hmm. if you think it that way, you probably ain't going to be Damn. one. All right. So make sure you find out what you need to do uh, to make the team and contribute on special teams and go out there and give it everything you got. Get in your playbook. Don't be one of those guys who goes out there and doesn't know what the assignment was the night before. All right. Mm. When you get out there, make sure you're able to make your checks, make your calls, and, uh, and, and fulfill your responsibility on offense or defense. Because what you don't want is to get in that film room and they say, this dude, this is a guy who cannot pick up uh, offense or defense, so we cannot depend or trust him to, uh, to put him in the game. Without a doubt, you're 100% right. And what, what these undrafted guys got to understand is, you know, when you're drafted, they're going to get, they're going to make excuses. Especially if you're in the top three rounds, they're going to make excuses for why you, are, you, ain't, you didn't show up or you didn't, you know, play to your best of your abilities. When you're undrafted, you don't get those excuses you don't it's either you can play or you can't play so uh mccray is a hundred percent right you gotta go find your special teams coach that's what me and him did we went to decamillis uh, even though uh we felt like we were playing good on defense we went to decamillis and was like man what can we do to further our you know career basically with the dallas cowboys and become a core special teamer and that's what we did we took it to heart and uh, ended up proving um you know dividends for us but as an undrafted guy you've got to make friends with that special teams coordinator you got to make him his best friend and you got to go out there and not saying that defense is second string or, se- or secondary, but you got to make s- special teams a priority because that's the way you're going to get on the football field. I mean, there's only one guy I know of that was undrafted who didn't play special teams but made the team, and that was Cole Beasley. And he had, <laughs> and he actually quit in training camp. Like, that man quit in training camp, came back, still made the team, didn't play any special teams, and that was only one instance. So you got to know who your special teams coordinator is, and you also got to read the room. Look at the guys that you know – that won't lead you astray. All right, you can, like you got to make stay sure you got yeah. Stay away from those type of guys that'll that'll lead you into the deep water. Kelvin My, Joseph. Kelvin. <laughs> I was one of those guys too. That hey, I'll lead you out to the deep end real quick. But you just you got to make sure you follow the right guys and you uh, get you know best friends with your special team coordinator. That'll be the easiest way you make the team. We had we had some guys in our in our, in our defensive back room that'll lead you lead you astray. All right? Real quick, if, if you didn't know how to be responsible for yourself and your own actions, following them dudes would get you into some issues because they had already been there. They had yeah, the experience they, they, they know how to handle it. So like Zero Sensiball and Orlando Scandrick, great leaders on the field. But <laughs> they were vets. They were vets. Right? Right? So if you can't hang with the big dogs, don't do it. All right? yeah, don't, just get, get, get in your playbook, bro. And don't, you know, when the weekend comes, you know, just, just relax. <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, you know, yeah. I know it's a new city. You want to go check it out. Oh, what's Dallas? You know, all this hoopla. Just relax, man. You know, yeah. focus on what you got to do. OTAs, because you get the weekend off in OTAs. Many camp, you got to do some things. But OTAs, you got the weekend off. Just, you know, focus and stay stay where you at. Yeah, you got all of July, bro. You got all, all of July. July. Just focus during June. And then, you know, in July, you go ahead and have, have you some fun. There you go. Mm. But not too much fun. Yeah, you know? exactly. Don't go to the beach. So, <laughs> so, you guys both ended up signing with the Cowboys. It's undrafted free agent. Who else called you and you almost went to before deciding on Dallas? Danny? Nobody like Dallas was my first call, and my agent told me straight up, "Hey, I think this is the best situation for you." Yeah, and and I was done. 
Like, I didn't I didn't expect to get many more calls anyways. <laughs> but the fact that, <laughs> okay. that Dallas was the one who called, I live in Houston. I've always so I lived in Houston. Uh, I played at LSU, so I've always been in that area. It was a no brainer for me. So if anybody else did call or would have, they they, they wouldn't have got. Uh, for me, it came down to it was a Dallas. Um, Panthers and then Houston, and you know, as an undrafted free agent, you get like ten minutes to decide, you know, where you want to go as soon as the draft is over. So I'm first of all, I'm pissed off I didn't get drafted. I seen punters and kickers going. I'm like, man, this is some bull. And then my agent called, like, hey man, these three teams is going. I was like, all right, well, let me sleep on it. Nah, you ain't got the time to sleep on it. You got about fifteen minutes got to make this decision. Got ten minutes now. And then luckily, um, Maxie had called me. Brent Maxie, who was our second safeties coach at the time, called me. Said, hey man, D. Camillus, our special teams coach, loves you. He thinks you can do some great things. I think you can do some great things on defense. You know, let's make this happen. And you know, I ended up you know making a decision. Ended up being a good one for myself. But yeah, you gotta. It's, it's tough. You got about ten minutes. Yeah, you you gotta have you gotta have an agent that's good enough or that's in tune enough to be able to look at that roster that quick mm-hmm. and say, hey man, this how many safeties they got. This how many guys they have on long term contracts. And this how many guys they have where you could probably overtake them because they they may be owed a lot of money if they make mm-hmm. the roster. They may be trying to go younger. So you gotta be able to. To, to know that, and I think at that time Dallas, it must have had some guys. Yeah, because we had who was it? Simpson Ball. When you think about Allen Ball was moving from corner to safety yep. at that time. And then, then you had, had uh, Mike Hamlin. Mike Hamlin, who yeah. he was he was a late round draft pick. Pat Watkins, Pat Watkins who was injured, was injured a lot. Yeah, so we had we had. You know, we had some guys to where it was like we could make it a real competition to make the squad. So yeah. it worked out for us. Kwasi was hurt. Kwasi yeah. was hurt when so he we got were, drafted. We was the only ones in rookie minicamp. Yeah. Like we were the only two safeties. So like we got all the reps, all the shine. Like they made sure they like we we got everything. I mean, it was hard as all hell, but I mean we got every rep, and I think that really helped us out going into training camp. How much does it help that the Cowboys in the last decade have not been a team that spent? High draft capital or big free agent dollars at the safety position? I think it hurt them a little bit. I think it did hurt them a little bit. Um, I, I should say, if you're a free agent, if you're undrafted, they're calling you right now. That oh. you just look at the fact that, hey, look, they don't. Th- this is. It's an opportunity. Yeah, yeah it's, I would say it's an opportunity, um, especially here because both of the safeties, um, Hooker and Curse. You know, Curse had a heck of a season last mm-hmm. year, um, but they didn't put you know a great amount of you know money into. There's him. no Earl Thomas. Yeah, there's money no. Yeah, it's anything. not like he's you know guaranteed to have that for good forever. So I think if you're an undrafted guy, you got to look at the Cowboys as an opportunity for not only to make the team but to maybe sprinkle in some defensive snaps. Um, you got that opportunity here in uh, Dallas, I believe. I'll say this: I think they should have kept Church, but yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, that too. The people that. The fans wanted, which started off with Earl Thomas, oh, <laughs> and then moved on, <laughs> moved on to my guy from LSU, uh, Jamal Adams. Oh, you know, I, like fans, this could have been us. All right, yeah. <laughs> this could have been us overpaying for some guys who aren't going to be that type of difference maker on, on the field, and then we we in a hole. All right, so. I think they've made some decent choices when it comes to like bringing in some guys who can play for one, two years, and then if they have to, then they move on. But they they, they should they should have gave yeah, them they should have oh, gave them Barry six uh, six, six mil and match mess with uh, Jacksonville. They should have because man, I mean, and it, it, it was just you knew it every year too. And every year was some guy coming on the. I remember Eric Weddle came. And I'm like, man, y'all just gonna have this man. <laughs> I done started like two years. I just man just walking in the hallways. I'm like, that's that's how we doing. And I knew he was either coming for me because the next dude was well, I think Byron Jones. I'm yeah. like, oh, they ain't getting. Rid of Byron, they just got him in the first round. So I'm like, man, these dudes. Yeah, it was you, Byron, and JJ. It all worked out. Yeah, every year it was always somebody to come, to, come take my. It spot all worked always. out. You almost it did. You were 20 minutes. Was it 10? 10 three, minutes? three minutes, three away. minutes away, and I got braided, man. You know, <laughs> we got braided that year. So you got a great memory. You got, yeah. you got, a, you've got a great memory. All right, uh, question we asked right before the break. Let's dive into it. Who's the number two target that you're thinking about? for Dak Prescott after C.D. Lamb. Michael Gallup, who they signed to a multi-year contract uh, in the offseason, not expected to be ready for the first two to three football games. So right now, as we get ready to go to these OTAs, who do you think is the number two target for number four? <laughs> That's easy. Dalton Schultz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dalton Schultz is going to be – he may be the number one target, Man. just depending on what we saw last year and how he's become that Jason Witten type guy, that, that safety valve for Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is often looking for Dalton Schultz. So mm-hmm. I know that CeeDee Lamb is going to get those down the field and try to make those big-time plays, but Dalton Schultz is going to get a lot of targets because, one, he's probably going to be running those shorter routes and then you know they're probably going to be playing off of him a little bit and, and and trying to hold him from getting that first down 
But last year, he got, I don't know how many catches he got. You yeah, know, like 80 something. Yeah, 80 something yeah. catches. And this is back to back. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, yeah. I, I see him getting the number two target uh, spot this year as well. Uh, I'm with you on that. And I think uh, Schultz, he, he's, he's going to end up being that number two target, which scares me a little bit because, you know, I, you know Schultz, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good tight end, very solid tight end, but I don't think he's dynamic enough to be that pass catcher, that option that you need to have. Oh, I'm, I'm running out of options. I can see if you want him for five yards, you know, six yards here and there, and a little seven yard, you're on the goal line, red zone threat. I can see that. But I just don't think he's dynamic enough to beat if the defenders are like, look, zone maybe. He can sit down on his own. He's a smart guy. He can be quarterback friendly. But man to man, and guys are focused. I don't know if he got that dynamic yeah, wiggle been, been, to be able to do that. I don't know. This man I, been down on, know. You know what I'm saying? This man been down <laughs> on Schultz since day one. You ain't been rooting for Schultz since day one. I'm just saying they go double CD. And then they're going to put something on, on Schultz. I don't know if he's I, dynamic enough. I, will, I, I don't know. I, I will say this. <laughs> I did watch the Pittsburgh Steelers enough to say that. I believe that if, if my man James Washington can hold on to the ball, I think that he will be at least the number three getter for, for targets. But he has to be able to catch the ball. He got some talent, bro. He James has some, Washington? He has some talent, Church. He could barely scratch the field in Pittsburgh. He got some talent, bro. Because he can't catch the ball. But I so think, how's he but That's why I said if, <laughs> if. I've seen guys who've had catch, who had problems catching the ball at, at one location, at one that's team. That's true. And that then they true. move to a different spot and they realize that, hey, this is my shot. And if I mess this one up, then I'm going to have an issue. And they be sitting on the jugs for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And they come out here and they find a way to catch the ball. Also, coming from Dak Prescott. Arm may be different than coming from Ben Roethlisberger's arms. I, like I don't know how that is because I don't play receiver, but I think that if he's able to hold on to the ball, he has the ability to be a big time playmaker. He just has to, you know, he got he got to minimize those drops. As a reporter, that's the guy I'm focused on, James Washington. Because is he going to see the field? Well, yes. I mean, you got yeah, CD going to get the, the rookie, the young Tolbert. Well, first off, I mean, <laughs> and you guys know this. How much does he understand the playbook? How many different places? Because I asked Kellen, you know, which, you know, you have him concentrated on one spot, or you have play. So, you know, so so he's going to have to learn. Yeah. But if you're Washington, you think of this: this is your second, this is your second opportunity. You know, do or do not. There is no more try. I mean, if you can't if you can't make it here, not, I don't know how many more stops in the desert you're going to get. Des Bryant tweeted about how he really thinks Dallas got themselves a real good receiver. Yeah, Let's see what he can do here. The issue for him in Pittsburgh is kind of like the Cowboys know how to draft offensive linemen in the first round and, and how to find them. The Steelers know how to find receivers. And, hey, man, you slip in here, next thing you know, uh, what, what's old boy's name? That um, Not Juju. Claypool? Yes, Claypool. Claypool. Yeah. Claypool. <laughs> Passed him right there. You know? and, and he got the trust of Ben. But right now, I mean, the opportunity for James Washington to step in here and be a viable number two target is here. You, 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 you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll yeah. see. But this is your opportunity. You went to Oklahoma State. Let's see what you're gonna do. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do. That that just makes me nervous, man. Because if you That's look fine. at it, we, we look. Are you're we, right. This is the you're office right. we're gonna try it out there. CD, James Washington, maybe Tolbert if he can pick up the the the, the system, and a Dalton Schultz. I mean, those those are good players. But I'm like, is that is that an, a dynamic enough offense? To go out there and win you some games? Well, I mean, listen, I know we got a good defense, you know, but I mm. – Kill them more in that offense, man. It's a scheme offense, all right? You're know, look, you know, <laughs> looking for guys to just be winning one-on-one -on -one matchups all the time, all right? You're looking for guys who can run the routes and get open and Dak Prescott got to hit the right guy. Do we have a guy out there like Devontae Adams to where it's it's mm -hmm. third and six, third and seven, and mm -hmm. you know we'll that that guy is getting the ball? Do we have that guy out there? Can CD be that guy? Maybe, but mm -hmm. is Kellen Moore going to allow him the opportunity to be that guy? What we saw last year was he did not allow Mark Cooper to be that That's guy. True. So, unless unless that changes, who we tried out there really, as long as they can catch the ball and run the right route, I, I think that is the most important part. But if you're looking for guys who can beat guys one on one, and Kellen Moore is going to allow you to do that, then then it's a different story. Is, is this receiving core? Is it? Is it? Would you say it's an upgrade over last year, or would you say it's it's, it's a downgrade? I'll. I, what would you say there? <laughs> right now, I'm going to just say it's even. It's even? I, for, for, it's for, even? for what we got out of Amari Cooper last year and for what and what you know the plays they didn't or did call yeah. from, whoever, for whoever's fault it was, whatever we got from Amari Cooper last year, I think we can get that from other guys on the roster. Mm -hmm. and, and, and Noah Brown, you, know, you want opportunity? It's here. 
so let's see what they do with it. And that's that for me. That's what I'm going to be looking at as okay. they go into OTAs and go into training camp. There are opportunities here. Who's going to step forward and take advantage of those opportunities? And you know what? I also have a feeling that, unfortunately for my man Zeke, that Tony Pollard is going to get a lot of third down uh, opportunities this season. I think yeah. he's going to be getting a lot of out of the backfield opportunities, like Alvin Kamara, some I of those guys who, who who get a lot of shots on third down. So, so here's a question. What about putting them both out there on the field at the same time? If, if you have issues in terms of, to, hey, we're, we don't know about another receiver. We know Tony can catch the football. Why not put both guys out there? I mean, Kellen Moore is – I, I, I ain't lying. Okay, the guru put something would in there. Would you put a 20-person in But then you would take Schultz yeah, off I'm the not, field. I'm not lying. One, I'm not lying to Tony Pollard up at receiver. And then if I do put him in the backfield, then where am I going to put Zeke? And I'm not going to line up in 20 personnel the yeah. entire game. Like that's that that, that that limits you in what you're able to do. Uh, like you said, Schultz has to be out, or if Schultz is out uh, at the slot, then all of a sudden now you got a mismatch at the slot because you got a corner on Schultz. So yeah. I don't see them both being on the field at the same time. Somebody's going to have to lose a little bit, and I can see them trusting Tony Pollard to give them more opportunities in that big playability on third down. This will be the perfect setup. To just dominate in the run game. Yes, like, we, ain't got, we, ain't got, we yes. ain't got nobody on the outside. You know, this will be the perfect yes. setup, though. Can't James Boston block. Oh, what? Just <laughs> hand off. Yes. Play action. Yes. This will be it. What you think? This is Sean Payton? Call the plays? What you, what That's, you next That's next year. <laughs> Let's take a break right here. Let's take a break. Players Lounge brought you by Hotels.com right here on DallasCowboys.com Radio. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek. Get your seat in a seat. Back to the Players' Lounge. Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. This is a show where undrafted free agent safeties Barry Church and Danny McCray give you their take on things. I'm New Scratch, just merely here to facilitate. I was reading Peter King's uh, Monday morning uh, football column that he does over there, or football night morning in America, whatever he's changed it to. But he came out with his power rankings. That's Cowboys 15. 15. 15. And I, and I look at it, and I and I get it in this media world where they want constant content. Mm-hmm. Because if it's one thing we know about the NFL, is you're basing it all off last year. It's like stock returns. You base it off of last year because nobody had the Bengals in the playoffs, much less winning their division or maybe – one or two blocked people away from winning the whole thing. Mm, that's true. That's <laughs> so, true. Just one. <laughs> I mean, that's a, it's a big one because yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, but yeah, really, really. Uh, and and I had I did an interview over at uh, Mad Dog Sports Radio, and he um, said, like, "Hey, what about the Cowboys winning the East this year? They should win the East." I said, "Don't say that." I said, "That's I said honestly, that's a little arrogant to just think that they're going to win it because the division's been bad so many years in a row." I said, "They play first place schedule," mm-hmm. and. 
when we talk about it, Danny, we look at this thing, and I keep, I keep telling people, and I, I think people just think I'm I'm stupid or something, but these are some real good quarterbacks on this list, and this is a quarterback league. Mm, to we start. <laughs> I mean, week one, you got two dudes who played the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. You know, Tom Brady, who's won six of them, then you, or seven. Then you got you got Joe Joe Burrow, who said, had the football with opportunity to win the doggone thing, and his offensive line got him killed. Mm. Um, that that's no joke, man. But you got Matt Stafford out here. Um, you you've got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you got to go to Minnesota, and if Kirk Cousins decides not to throw the ball away, you know he may. He, we've seen him put up numbers. He's beaten the Cowboys before. Yeah. Matt Ryan in Houston are going to come. I mean, Matt Ryan in Indianapolis are coming to town here. Um, who knows? Maybe Ryan Tannehill by December twenty eighth. Who knows him or the backup? Who knows? But, he better but, not mentor nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but but at the end of the day, just I just keep going back into this is not easy. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, people tend to think that you can base your team off last year's returns and this is going to be. It's just not easy. Hello, if you base it off last year's return, you should not be assuming it's going to be easy anyways, mm-hmm. all right? Because. The thumpers that we got from the physical teams, if that's something that we take into this year, the record you gave us, is gonna, that's, that's going to be being graceful, yeah, all right? Because yeah. it's going to get a lot worse than that. I can just keep going back into my mind. First, you have to go through San Francisco because we're going back. Mm. San Francisco got out there, and they out-physicaled us. Well, all right? They ran the ball down our throat. They stopped us on offense. And then you can go all the way back to what happened after we played Denver. Denver put a blueprint out there for teams to say, this is what we're going to do. And we saw that for the rest of the season. We did. <laughs> the rest of the season we saw that. And we finished off with, you know, the Eagles team who didn't play many of their players mm-hmm. and stuff, and everybody took that seriously. Put up 50 up. They weren't playing. That broke the record. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> of course, he put five out there. It's yeah. a preseason game. Well, practice squad. Yeah. Undefeated in the division last year. Yeah. Scoring 40, averaging 40 a game. Not gonna happen this year. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not gonna no, no, happen. No, 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 no. One, like I said, the the, the final game of the of Philly, they, they didn't play any of their starters. All right, what mm-hmm. wasn't even competitive. All right, the, the Giants were who they were. Washington didn't have their football, uh, their quarterback who they depended on. This is going to be a totally different year. Oh, what totally different, totally different Correct. teams, totally different years. So absolutely not. Without we need we need to become a different team, anyways. Without, without a doubt, this is going to be a different division. I mean, I, you know, Carson Wentz isn't the greatest quarterback, but I believe he's better than Tyler Heineke. Uh, you know, New York, they brought that day ball in. Oh, <laughs> you can't believe Heineke. Oh, man. I, I, I'm going to say he's you better. You talking about a dude hold on to the ball? Man. Carson yeah. is holding on to the ball. You see what Heineke did man. the first snap? They threw a punt that, that, to and, and keep in mind that was that was their backup quarterback. They, oh. they, they attached all their their oh yeah Fitz Magic. magic. Oh, which, it, was, which, it, was, yeah. it was a lot of people trying to trade on Diggs though. You, you know yeah. they, they were trying yeah, to fuck. fuck. Gotta had that many interceptions. Was still I mean, I, 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 but like this, I, I think I think they licking their chops with Carson Wentz around here. Yeah, I mean you know <laughs> <laughs> it's still gonna be. Better. I think they're gonna be better. Can't, can't I, try to make the Pro I, Bowl. I, I, I think they're gonna get better because they still got they still got scary Terry. They still got a running game. I think their defense will play better because they're gonna. I think they believe now. That they got something right, yeah. and and it sucks on defense when you like when you go out there and you like man the offense ain't gonna do nothing, for us, bro. We be back out there in three plays. Like it is a horrible thing for you to go out there on defense and feel that way. So I think the Washington, the Commanders, are going to be a totally different team than they were last Let, year. Are they gonna be good? I don't know, but yeah. they'll be they'll be they'll better. be better. Let's see who the owner is. Over the weekend, Jared Bell yeah, with that story in USA Today saying that uh, they they are tired of Daniel Snyder and they're they're taking they're taking votes right now to man. see uh, whether or not uh, he gets uh, shown the door. It's gonna be Diddy and Jay Z. You know they go they, they gonna slide yeah, in there. Floyd, Floyd money team. They gonna put their money together, man. They gonna buy them with one, one 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 vote that Daniel Snyder will have in his favor is gonna be Jerry. Jerry's loved him through the years. And uh, I had a buddy of mine say, hey, you think it's really going to happen? I said, I hope not. I said, Jerry's not for it. That's the first thing. Jerry's not for it. I said, secondly, you know, and he's a, he's a Washington fan. I said, yeah, no, I, I hope Daniel Sides stays up You're yeah, running that franchise <laughs> terribly. Just, <laughs> right, keep, keep running that thing to dirt. I mean, he's now become the Vanderbilt of the NFC East. Ooh, man, that man, that man. whole stands thing that they had, I mean, the uh, bench thing that they had oh, going on last season. This is, like, this is what your team is, bro. This, this, is, <laughs> this is your the sewer line broke on the stadium <laughs> or something. Poop coming down on fans. This, this, is, what, this, is, this is what your organization This is representing what your organization mm. is. That is just it's not good. It's about mm. two I don't know, it was right before the pandemic, but the last time I went up there, it rained. 
and it was raining in the press box. It was just, rain was coming through the stadium. I was like, man, that's the trip I get. I get like, when they playing this shit? Uh, <laughs> January 7th, I will not be going. <laughs> you ain't messing with it, huh? Nope, nope. <laughs> we only want to go to L.A. Yo, <laughs> yeah, I'm not you going go I'm to not, Miami. I'm not you going to L.A. this year. I'm not going to L.A. this year. Well, you already been to Cali, so you're yeah, all right. It falls on a school weekend. I won't go to Green Bay. Yeah, ain't missing November 13th. We know you don't want to go to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Minnesota, Minnesota Green Bay, November 13 and 20. Yeah, those two Green Yeah, back, back, back. might want to hit that Jacksonville, though. A little, a little warm down there. You know, sit by the beach a little bit. You know, what time? It's December. It'll be December. So, yeah, so you know. look, look, man, but I done, that's Southern Georgia, so it, it could be real cold right then. So. <laughs> I just don't anticipate myself uh, doing any trips this year. Mm. Uh, I, I hate going to Philly, so uh, I might the Giants Monday night, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I, could, I don't really enjoy going to New Jersey either. I want no parts of Philadelphia, but nah, they may, I, I may, I may have to go to Philly. So. Yeah, that might be about one or two trips this year. There's not many on here I see. So, Philly, yeah, so we expect to see you pretty much the whole season right here on the players now. There right? it is. Right. There it is. Mondays, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm right back here on Mondays. Don't, don't let the team down. Can't so. say the same for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Cross that road when it gets here. So, so Peter King as the Cowboys is 15 right now in his power rankings, which is basically uh, in the middle of the pack and – no, that's fine. Uh, people are looking at the NFC East teams and just saying, hey, they don't think they're much there. Though there are some who are saying, hey, the Eagles are going to be better, and, and they're picking the Eagles and see what they're saying. I keep saying, show me what the second-year coach does. You know, can he be better? Yeah. Um, I, I think too many times people don't talk enough about coaching. You could put all this talent here, but does the coach have the ability to get what he needs to out of the talent. I thought they improved during the year, but that's one of those collaborative type organizations. I hate those things. <laughs> collaborative type. When he made them t-shirts, we was uh, we was clowning. I was yeah. like, right. yeah, they done. It's over. <laughs> they done. They, 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 did, they did get better. They, you know, did, they did play so They got better. You know. right. But that whole that whole when the, the owner wants to be involved and the GM wants to be involved and the analytical department, everybody wants to get together. I, I just think collaborations don't work. Nah. You know what? You know what they're collaborating in, in, in L.A.? It was Sean McVay and, and him and Les went out. This is what we're going to do. And they went out and they did it. They and did. they got it done. Um, in, in Tampa Bay, once Bruce figured out this is what Tom want to do, and okay, oh, what, okay, Tom, fine. It got mm. done, you know. And force Bruce about it. Though. Belichick, not, <laughs> yeah. Belichick, not collaborate. I mean, just this whole collaboration. Everybody get a little. T- no, everybody. Mm. Everybody doesn't <laughs> need to have a say in things, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I would agree with you I, on that I, one. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. You the head no coach. You make the decisions. Because I think we know? got some collaboration going on in here. Yeah. Which I, I, I still think Mike McCarthy should be calling the place. Especially this year. He should be calling the place. If you on the hot seat this year, and I, if I was on the hot, I'm going down throwing my own punches. I'm not going down because this man can't decide to run the football or not. I, look, if it's me... Man, we we calling this. We calling that. I'm forcing them upstairs to say, you know, you can't do this or you can't do that. I mean, you got to go down swinging. You just can't lose your job off of somebody else. That's what Bill Parcells ended up doing after his first year with the Giants. He's like, man, if they give me another shot, I'll come back doing it my way. He's like, if I'm going to get fired, I will be fired doing it my way. And he would essentially say that to other uh, young coaches. And again, hey, man, you know, they're going to get you. Don't 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 get got doing it their way. Mm-hmm. Do it your way, and then you can live with yourself. Other than the whole collaboration, and everybody think, sitting there and telling you what to do. Do you think he's allowed to call plays? I, I, once again, if you're gonna get fired at this point in time, you might as well be fired doing it all your way. And there are ways that you can make suggestions. You run the ball. You run a ball here. I mean, there's ways he can get yeah. not call the plays, but but you know be heavily involved in it. Mm. Um, I've, I've seen other coaches do that in, in their own way. So, or you know what? During the year, how many times have we seen like Sean Payne? Sean Payne had his play calling duties lifted from him when he was with the Giants, and Jim Fossil took over. So, and, and people forget when Sean got here, his name was kind of damaged in the league, and Bill Parcells helped rebuild it. But mm-hmm. you know, I just can't say it enough. And you're right. If I'm gonna get fired. You that big old place she goes some Going up and down, hey, running the ball right here. If you're going, if you're going to be a running team, all right. If you're going to be a running team, it starts now, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you in OTAs, when you're going through uh, mini camp, and then you move into training camp, that's when you need to start working on your run game, all right? Because as, as much as we want to say, all right, you could just snatch the playbook and be like, we're gonna call a run. It don't work like that for your team. 
So okay. they need to they need to be working on their schemes. If guys are going to be pulling, they need to be pulling while they're in training camp and mini camp because that ain't something you could just all of a sudden be like, all right, this is what we're going to start calling because it ain't that easy. Them dudes on the other side get paid well to be able to know how to take on pulling guards and how to how to backside them and, and you know what I'm saying and, mm-hmm. and disrupt those type of plays. So if you're not working on it now up through the season, you can't just turn into a running team, which is what we saw last year. We didn't we wasn't a running team against Tampa mm-hmm. and we tried to become well, we never tried to become one, but they start saying, "Well, we ain't getting no yards." That's because you ain't work on it. Yeah. Do you think it? Do you think it has anything to do with you know? Look, man, we paid Dak all this money. We want him to be the reason that this no. team is successful. This team, this team can offensively do damage. I, I had a former defensive coordinator tell me one of his problems, and actually one of his problems, but he also said one of the great things about uh, you know going against certain teams. He said, "Man, when I when I had these." Head coaches who were offensive guys and these and these quarterbacks who are now calling plays. He said he just knew what they were going to do and what what in when in trouble. Where were they lean to the pass? Yeah, want to throw the ball. Um, that was one of my frustrations. It's just okay. You're down. You know, you're down ten points, and all of a sudden throwing the, <laughs> throwing the ball out the city. And it's like what 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 are you doing? Then the defense. Then that's when on the defensive side you're just looking over there like, man, we back on the field again. You make a big play, you get a turnover, then all of a sudden the offense goes out there and goes three three and out or four and out in some situations to where they go foot on fourth and can't get it. And the defense is back out there again. That is deflating. Man, you see heads down. <laughs> guys can't even finish their water. Oh, That's deflating. And then a lot of times you giving them dudes the ball back at the 50. <laughs> you know what <laughs> Hey, what they say? Punt ready? <laughs> you like, nah, <laughs> oh, no, no. It ain't, it ain't right, like that. We be on the sideline when I want. Like, we, no. Ain't no, no way. <laughs> they better pick up this third down. Punt team ready? I'm like, oh, I'm like, here come, we, we go. We called the fake. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no way we punt. Come on, man. And then especially if you on the punt teams at the wing position, which I played at the wing, you got big. By that time, was Jason Taylor was coming off the edge. I had somebody else coming off the edge. I'm like, because you're going to be a punt stay. So, you know, them yeah. defense, man. I'm, oh. I had Jared Allen and all. I said, man. You how, you, how are we supposed to block? I ain't blocked a man since literally. How am I supposed to? I'm out there in the fast. I say, hey, bro, you come hard. I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you. I used to you want to continue playing somebody. defense, you better, I'm, come on. I'm going to take your knees out. I'm just like, you know, I wasn't going to do it. I just, <laughs> I just wanted them to not, not rush. Mm. Before we get out of here, I want to get your thoughts. James Bradbury ends up signing with the Philadelphia Eagles as a corner. I thought it was a good move. I think Bradbury. I mean, he. I know he. He takes the football away well as a corner. I think he had four picks last year. He gave up a lot of yards last year, but that whole situation in New York last year was it was just under turmoil. So I, you know, I think he's an extremely solid corner. And you put him, you pair him with Darius Slay out there. You got a nice one-two combo out there. You got a real nice one-two combo with a D line that can get after the quarterback and make him throw the ball quick. You you working with some grease out there? Yeah, I thought it was a good signing. Uh, the, the, the the Eagles are making some. <laughs> they they making some moves. They, they continue to say, "Hey, man, we're going to make these roster moves to make us a." Better Better, a better squad, and they went into the went into the last year. They know where their deficiencies were, and they're like, "Listen, we can get better by getting Bradbury." And I think they did get I better. Did, I do too. Like what you want to do is be able to cover. So they're looking around the division, they're looking around the NFC, and they're saying, "What we need to do to be able to win is cover some guys because there are some good quarterbacks that we're going to have to face." And yeah. I think I think they got better yeah, with that I think move. Bradbury's a solid corner. You know what? One more thing. Okay. Shout out to you know prayers up to what's what's my man that just ruptured his uh, Achilles in his uh, workout video uh, for Tariq Chicago. Cohen. Tariq, Tariq Cohen, Tariq Cohen, Cohen man. Tariq Cohen I from uh, Northern College, and I, <sighs> North Carolina A and T. Man, I heard like I watched it. You can hear, you can hear it that snap. pop, man. Uh, I didn't watch it. I did, I did. I purposely said I did not want to watch. And this. then it sucks because he was a free agent, so it wasn't like he was working out at the facility. So he has to go get his own you know treatment and stuff. But man, you could and it, and it, with the Achilles, this fluke. It's, yeah. I had my it's fluke. Like I was just backpedaling with the plant go forward, nothing crazy, and it just pops, man. It was it's, sad because you could hear him too. He's like, "No, not like this." No, man. and it's on live at the moment, so yeah. it's, at this point you can't even hide it. Like yeah. everybody had already seen it. Oh, you know, they face. felt bad for him. It's just like, man, that's rough, and, and that's part yeah, of the game, man. But that, that sucks. And because he just came off of AC, the year before, he tore his ACL, so he was getting back, getting ready to you know try to sign with a team, and then boom. And he just like you said, you could just see it in his face, and he was just like, "Nah, man, nah, it's it's tough, man. It's tough." Clay Thompson kind of went through those for, for yeah. the Golden State Warriors, yeah. and, and this is his first year back. And even during these playoffs, I, you can see where he has moments where he's old Clay, yeah. but it's still just trying to get back. And then certain people are trying to, you know, he's not what he used to be. And I, and I just kind of say to myself, um, clearly, you guys don't understand. 
athletics at this level to go through an ACL and a Achilles back to back just to be out here doing what he's doing is yeah. is pretty phenomenal because we're you're, about, you're 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 in the Western Conference Finals. I mean, this is you're in the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to be pretty good to get this far here, and, and and he's done he's done a nice job, but he's still not back to where he needs yeah. to be. And he had two okay. he had two big dunks, and then I this, the one that I that I can remember, and I was like, okay, Clay getting right. He put the clamps on Luca uh, at the yeah, end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> on side side well, yeah, yeah, man, flipping hips and all. I was like, okay, all right, th- this is this is that all defensive team that, that, that Clay was making. When and he when he uh, rose up on that, I was, I was, I was on could see it right there where I was, I was oh yeah okay yeah. okay he's and, and actually said those spurts of moments where you could just see where he was getting back to himself, but boy they terrorized him in the paint. And Clay and the good they thing about Clay, his game is you know more about shooting. It's not he doesn't he's not a high flyer. He doesn't. With Tariq Cohen, his game was all about speed, yeah. Yeah. all about speed. And when you got an ACL and an Achilles, that takes a step from you, man. So, like you said, prayers up. Hopefully he can uh, get a full recovery. Yeah, with, with him being a yeah, well, not on the squad or not like that's yeah. that's just rough, that's man. Tough, it, man. It, it 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 sucks for, for that to happen to him. Yeah. Football's a tough sport. I, I tell all my friends who who talk about, oh, these guys get paid a lot of money. I said, you know what? I don't know anybody who leaves this, who leaves the game without some type of lifelong injured something. Oh yeah. So you're taking this, this game. You left something. If you got the yeah. pension, you gave something to the game. <laughs> so, yeah. you say, what, what's your body part? I'm like in Canton, Ohio, next to the bus, they had to put what body part you left the game because when you go there and you see those, you see those. You see those old timers, man, and you just see, man, it's tough. Cats, it's, yeah, I had my hip the other day and, and knees and stuff. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you leave something, man. I got a call from Mean Joe Green on Monday. Ooh, the legend himself, Pittsburgh legend, the, man. He got hey. the Shaq shout out. Man, bro, be, I'm no, telling you, man. Let, me, let me tell you something, man. That's you talk about some joys you have in life, and you just look up there and I call Mr. Green. Hello, <laughs> Mr. Green. <laughs> Pittsburgh legend. Yes, yes, the greatest steal of all time. Um, he, he called me. It was, it was an event he was trying to get some help with, and um, I said, "Sure, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out what we can do." But uh, you know, man, it, it's he, he, this. You know, I've seen him. You know, was he walking. really mean? Like I never met him. You know, they gave him the mean Joe Green. Is he? Was he really like on the field, man? He was. He was that dude. He was that dude. Yeah, he was mm. that dude. He was on the field. He played. He. he Flipped that, it. that switch. Hated, mm. hated to lose, man. Brought that Texas nastiness with him. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah, he was he was that kind of guy. But you could see, man, when you see Joe and these other guys, you just see it, man. They they walk slow, and um, he's at Earl Campbell at his events, and, and and you know Earl's in a wheelchair, and damn, and these guys have given it. The one thing that will kind of surprise you if you've never met him is that he's not that big. When you think about today's athletes, yeah, I thought he he's was not that big. He's not that big. Which just tells you about the quickness and how good he was. But football, you know, they didn't, you know, they didn't have three hundred pound guys back then. You know, the game, the game has changed. Center was like two twenty five back then. Right. <laughs> right. So, so the game has changed. But just he lives up in Flower Mound, and you know, he's he's he is very you know, into the Cowboys. You know, he mm. follows the Cowboys very much. So he's he, he loves, but he loves all sports. That's the thing. He's just a true sportsman. He's asking about Reggie Bullock. He's like, why does he wear his hair like that? And. Um, <laughs> I ended up doing a story on it on that Friday. He, he asked me that on Monday, and Friday I turned a story on it. That's bad. You talk about that that flip being switched. D-Mac, is there anybody that you played with that, man, it was the nicest dude, but as soon as you got on that football field, it was like, man, who is this? You know what? <laughs> the, uh, a name, oh, y'all might know, might not. But if you you remember uh, Eric Frampton? Yeah. You talking Frampton, about, uh, yeah. 27? Frampton-o? Yeah. Frampton-o. Man, Frampton-o. The man don't curse, <laughs> don't drink, don't do none of Nothing. that. None of that. Nicest dudes you could meet when you walking through the hallways. Let the Nicest church prayer, all that, yeah. <laughs> Did he get on the field? And he was a special teams guy. Totally different. Special team. Dean, totally, that dude. To, 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 totally different on the field. And it was like. This ain't the you ain't the same guy. Tino <laughs> was out there. I'm talking about talking trash. Oh, now he don't curse though, but he's you know he doing that Philip Rivers Philip, trash yeah. talking. <laughs> yeah, he's doing, he doing the Philip Rivers trash talking. But yeah, I mean that, that that's the first guy that comes to mind because he was the first guy, and I was like. Is that you down there talking under the <laughs> under the ball? <laughs> Frantino, what the yeah. young Frantino. Errol, Errol Spence is like that. Oscar De La Hoya like that too. Just real nice guy. You had know, the softest hand. One of the softest handshakes I ever had was Oscar De La Hoya. Mm. But put them in the ring, they're getting you, man. Mm. They're about, they they're giving you that work. They mm. are giving you that work. But outside, just nicest guys, just kind of calm guys that you just wouldn't think that these are you know trained trained folks who really put them hands on you, man. But 
Speaking of Oscar, y'all seen uh, y'all seen Mayweather hit hit Buddy with that with that left hook to the body and drop him this weekend. Nah, I see Mayweather <laughs> swinging on Cash. Yeah, man, it was just one of his old uh, sparring partners. He did a little exhibition with. Dropped him. <laughs> hit him with a left to the body. Dropped him. Since we talking about Oscar, I, I, was, I didn't watch it, but you just talk about just you know, there's another just just you know, there's certain guys. There, there's great, and then there's just next level. I mean, mm-hmm. Floyd is one of those. He's one in the in his sports. His next level. I mean, just uh, what he could do in the ring, man. Just just sensational. I, there was you guys were young, but there's a dude named Sweet Pea Whitaker, and, and Sweet Pea was really good. But then I think about Floyd, like man, and Sweet Pea world champion, but. Floyd was that next level mm-hmm. guy, man. Just truly one of the greats of all time, man. But uh, hell, hell watcher. Yeah, I'll never understand why cats. Man, I give it to Floyd. I'm two thirty. I'm two forty. A little guy, man. Floyd yeah, will right. hit you in the gut and hey, hey you punched over. You, like no I, I, I would go see a Floyd exhibition just because you want to be able to say, man, I, I at least got to see one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Like I would, I would love to see Ali box. I would yep. love to go to a Jordan game. Like that. Like those are the type of things that you you don't want to miss. I can say, you know, I played against Tom Brady. I've yeah, seen him play. True. So I'm, I'm still in that category. Category, but there there are certain people who you don't want to miss in action doing what they what, what they know how to do best. I'll say this, you know, he fights over here all the time. Errol Spence Jr. Uh, get out there and watch that young man while you can because he he is a he, he's a heck of a talent. Heck of a talent. All right, we're out of time here for uh, Chris Bean, Big Will, Jazz, everybody who helps this thing go. Danny McCray, Barry Church, Newey Scruggs, Players Lounge. We're back with you on Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday it is, yeah. To take Memorial Day Ooh, off. Are you, are you here? Are you go, you, uh, are you I'll be back. back. Oh. I'll, I'll, yeah, back. <laughs> yeah, my flight back is back on Monday. So, yeah, I'll be back. Y'all, yeah, hear, back. y'all hear him? His flight <laughs> will be back the on first, Monday. The uh, first one since, <laughs> man, I don't know, February? Yeah, the first one. I, man, I should man. be here. I don't I don't think there's a Game 7 on it, Monday night. I don't think there'll be a, a Warriors-Mavs game Monday nah, night. Nah, so I don't I, think it's going to make it there. So, I should be here Tuesday. All right, Players Lounge. We'll talk to you next week. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!